Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Abundant Empower Hour with myself. I'm Anna, and then I've got Anita on the air with me. Hello, Anita. Hello, hello. 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 And uh, tonight we are talking about choice, which is our uh, – we've chosen choice as our topic pick. <laughs> we made a choice. We made a choice to choose choice. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hello, Anita. I haven't chatted with you, and it's been probably close to a week now. I know. It's weird. It's we've like, both been wow. busy. I think. Yeah, yeah. We've been going. Uh, I was supposed to be in Florida at this time, uh, and I we had a change of plans. So, I'm still in Georgia, okay. and that's good. That's all good. Uh-huh. So yeah. Uh, I've been having some very profound, amazing conversations the past week, and um, it's good. And what I've what I've also found is, in I was supposed to go for Mother's Day down to Florida and meet meet with my kids, meet my ex, meet my kids, and something happened to their vehicle, and they were unable to to get going, basically. So. The choice uh-huh. was made that we were not going to do this. <laughs> we weren't going to do this. Right. And so I, right. what I found was in the past, and I, I just thought, and this is just sort of, uh, just sort of a maybe a small testimonial to the work that that we've all been doing behind the scenes. And in the past, I would get really, I would get upset, and I wouldn't blame, and I would think. You know, we should find a solution because I'm very solution-oriented. What's the solution? How can we fix right. it? Um, you know, and I, could, and I could throw in a series because I know it's like, well, that's not your only vehicle. Uh, that's the one, of course, that pulls the RV, so that's a big issue. But that's not your only vehicle. Mm-hmm. We could make new arrangements. You know, I could come up with all this. Mm-hmm. And this is why I chose choice because what she said to me was, you know, the universe the universe always brings us or, or plans it out the way it needs to happen. And she reminded me uh-huh. of that. And I thought, okay, yes. Uh-huh. And so there was a choice, some choices that had to be made. I could have chosen to get got, to have gotten really upset because I'm not seeing my kids in, in over a month, and I'm, I was just so looking forward to seeing them. At the si- mm-hmm. same time, I chose for this to be an, a, learning, a learning experience for me and as a gift. I said, okay, uh, what are my what are my what are my gifts in all of this? What's the positive? What's the thing that's going to come out of it? One is, well, I don't have to drive five hours, right? I don't have to get in the car and go mm-hmm. and spend most of my day in the car. So I started coming up with appreciations and gratitudes. I was making a choice to turn this around to make this into something positive, and so I could have. And that's with all things in life, we can choose to make it something really volatile we can react we can get upset and you know i'm using that as an example because that's the the closest thing that i would say that i had to work i would have to work through but the coolest thing anita is i was fine like i checked in with myself like how are you feeling Uh about this right now and even though i was a bit sad because i was really looking forward to it i said to myself you know what it's okay we're going to, I'll see them next weekend at the latest. If, if things get fixed and we can meet in the middle of this week, that's great. 
but all is well. And I and I remember, and I woke up this morning, I was a little, and I'll, I'll use the word melancholy. I still use the word melancholy. I said I was a little melancholy because I felt like, you know, I wanted to see them and I didn't get to see them. But it's like, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Again, there's this gift in here. What's my gift? Um, I'm working on some uh, books, working on formatting books for e-publishing and things like that. So it's like, okay, you have time to do this work. You have time to do the other work that you want to do right now. I mm-hmm. um, started my, um, I, and to let you know on the air that I've already, I've already started figuring out a, an online store. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So that's all happening. So that's all been happening. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm, I'm putting in, I'm putting in my work now and I choose right. to be happy to be able to refocus my attention, to look at something else, choose the gift. And so I kind of wanted to use that a little bit as an example of how every day, maybe we might call them disappointments. We might say things didn't work out the way I wanted them to work out. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean that for everybody, because how many times in life do we go through life and we don't get what we want, you know? Well, I pulled the cards for you. Oh, fantastic. On what on what you were talking about, and it's very interesting. It almost said exactly what you said a little while ago about being, uh, that it's going to be positive. I mm-hmm. pulled it from Kyle Gray's Angel Prayers. Mm-hmm. And it says, it's called Leap of Faith is the one that came out for you. And this change is absolutely guided. And even though you're not entirely sure what's going to happen next, if you take the leap of faith and trust your heart, you'll be guided safely to the next step along your path. Mm-hmm. And it goes on to say, a leap of faith isn't about hoping something's going to turn out positive. It's knowing that it is. Yes. It's about trusting God and your angels to carry you safely to the ground. So that's exactly what you were just saying. So that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny because, you know, we've been here helping Gloria take care of her and because she had her little, uh, her five-day ex- excursion. We're going to call it an excursion mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, when I was gonna, about to leave, she said, oh, I, I'm sad. I didn't know I was going to not see you for a whole week. You know, we've been here for probably uh, it, really together for about two weeks now. And she was, you know, in the hospital for part of that. But And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I said, it's okay. I'll be back, you know. And then, of course, when I had the conversation with Steph and she said, well, we're not going to do this today. I went back upstairs. I said, well, I guess your wishes are coming true because I'm not going anywhere. And we all, we just all kind of chuckled about it, you know, and I, we talk Uh about manifesting and, you know, so one person's, uh, what we would have perceived as a disappointment was another person's manifestation, you know, so, you know, it's like, and so that, that to me was also a gift. And I just, I just wanted to say the cool part was internally, I I felt fine. Like I didn't in the past. I know I would have gotten really upset about it, and um, mm-hmm. just being feeling very frustrated about it. And the work that mm-hmm. we've been doing over over the past, um, gosh, it's probably been about a year now that we've been doing this work, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. feeling the difference, feeling the the shift, being able to shift that or have it shift without all of the 
anxiety and the stress and the sadness and, and all of that coming in. Mm-hmm. And just amazing having that, uh, that aha, you know, just having that aha moment. Mm-hmm. But it's true. You have to trust that the universe brings you what you need for your highest and greatest good. And um, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, because, again, I could have chosen to get really mad and, and blame. I mean, that's what is the one thing that we like to do? We like to try to blame this on somebody else. We like to, you know, and mm-hmm. I could have said. Oh, our discomfort. You know, well, yeah, our, our discomfort. discomfort. We, we layer that. I mean, I could have said, well, you could have checked that, you know, two days ago before you knew you were doing this trip. I mean, we've had this trip planned for a while. You know, I could have pointed a finger and I could have blamed and said, you know, you, mm-hmm. you know, you did this, you know, because that was, and I did, I shared, I shared this. And one of the things that she came back with, she goes, I didn't do this on purpose so that you were not able to see the kids, you know? So it was, she immediately went to uh, blame, you know, and I said, no, 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 this is what I'm, I'm we were texting, so it wasn't a, it wasn't really a conversation, Mm -hmm. um, not verbally, but I said, no, 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 this is what I want to tell you. I said, I I actually feel fine and, and thank you for for, um, for letting me know, obviously, because I was getting ready to get on the road and I would have been, you know, halfway to Florida, and then I would have gotten this phone call or this text message that said they weren't coming. So, um, mm-hmm. and and then I said, um, I said, you know, I hope it, I hope it works out. I hope it's just a, you know, you're free on needs charging in the AC. You know, so really, honestly, yeah. I hope it's just that something inexpensive, something that you don't have to put a lot of time and energy to, but just be safe. You know, just be safe about it. So. It just it felt good not to be that reactive um, person because I have been. I mean, I'm gonna I'm a human being, and I you know I when it comes to my kids, I was I was getting really upset not being able to see them, mm-hmm. and now I just know that um, I know I'll see them. Like I said, at the latest next Sunday, I'll have dinner with them because they're gonna be here. Um, other than that, it's it is what it is. You know, it's like. Uh, I have to, I have to roll with that. So I thought, I thought, again, going back to everything that we do uh, within ourselves, not only uh, in our thoughts, but in our hearts, it's so important to make the choices that are going to, I want to say make you happy. I think Gloria and I talked about this this morning, that Happiness is such a, a key factor in our lives because one of the things that, and she's writing about all this now, that when I say she was on this um, excursion, this journey in the hospital, one of the things that mm-hmm. she kept texting to me is, I've got I've to get out of here because if I don't get out of here, I'm going to die. And I thought, wow, that's a, at first I was like, that's extreme. But I also understood what she was saying. Because it was, mm-hmm. in essence, smothering her soul to be to be mm-hmm. in there because she was mm-hmm. not because the experience was something that first of all she wasn't used to, and what was happening in there goes went against everything that she believed in, and it's a belief. It's choosing how you want mm-hmm. to live your life, and so. Mm-hmm. The universe divinely created a space for her to get out of there. We got her out of there. And um, I will tell you, she's almost off oxygen at this point. Um, oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. She's been 
you know, she's been doing things. We've been messing with the machine, turning it, you know, like dialing it down a little each day. And um, we mm-hmm. have not had to dial it back up. So um, in this morning and this afternoon, actually, we sat at the table and um, she didn't have her oxygen on and she sat and she ate a complete meal mm-hmm. and didn't have her oxygen on. So, um, yay. That, yeah. So that believing in her happiness because she's so happy and comfortable in her space. And that is, mm-hmm. such, you know, it's, it, it, it's, not an easy thing to say that happiness is the choice between life and death, you know? But in a way it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And she has, she's super determined that, you know, she, she was, she was not going to let this, let this stop her and, and create, something within her that would disable her to be able to, to literally get up and walk out of, you know, walk out of the hospital or get up and walk out of here, wherever. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I just watched her and I watched her, you could watch her energy. Like the moment she got back here and she just went into her space and just lay down on her, her bed and you could just see the joy. I mean, the absolute joy. Mm-hmm. I can I can see that because we get used to our spaces too. Yes, we do. And mm-hmm. um, and but we did talk about it. I said, you know, did you have a belief that um, everything that was happening to you, the the medicines, the needles, the poking and the prodding, uh, did you? She said, yeah. I just I believe that that was just not necessary, and that even the she, you know, she is someone who is not a, is, is a friend to everybody. I mean, she connects and talks to everybody. At the same mm-hmm. time, she said that, that the, you could tell, and she does numerology, so she did everybody's numbers. And she said she was very surprised that a lot of uh, the people in the hospital were not sixes and nines. You know, those are, six is the, is the heart number, the number of love and, and taking care of and, and nurturing, and nine is the humanitarian number. And you'll find that a lot of people who are doctors and nurses, especially old school doctors and nurses, have the, either have those numbers within their mix or they are those numbers. And she said, now it just seems like um, the workers in there, it's a, it's a job, it's a job, you know, and they're not concerned um, and they don't connect. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be in a hospital. I've never been in one on a, on a, you know, ever overnight or a long-term basis, except to maybe stay with a friend or a family member. But I always remember them being real con- a- a- attentive and, you know, bringing you something to drink and bringing, bringing them something to eat. And, um, but she said there was really none of that. You had to really well, push. I had a lot of experience, you know, with uh, my husband with yeah. hospitals. Um, and I would say that, um, a lot of times there are people that go over and above, you know, I saw that as well as people that didn't. 
Mm-hmm. But what I observed in, you know, where he was is that um, a lot of it was they didn't have enough help. Yeah. So in a way, I think that would go more to personality. You know, there's some people that can, with their personalities, even if they have heart and humanitarian, they can handle a lot of stress and, you know, um, they just see things that need to be done and do them. They don't care if it's not their job or it is their job or, you know, I hope I'm voicing this right. But there's other people that know this is my job. I'm going to stick to my job. Right. And right. that's more what I noticed, mm-hmm. that, you know, it seemed like most people cared. I mean, I, I really, I, I really don't have a real bad incident, you know, in a hospital, especially with hospice people. Oh my gosh! Talk oh, about a heart. A, yeah, uh, that's a that's a oh my goodness, really niche area that really takes a certain kind of person to to be there. Oh, I think that's, they were you really got a fan. They were fantastic. You know, they follow up with the family afterwards with uh, groups to help you with your grief. I mean, Mm -hmm. just, which to me should be the way everything is. But again, in defense of, and I'm not defending all hospital workers, but in defense, I think like what I've witnessed in most places is they don't have enough help. And in a hospital, you definitely need enough help. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing because it was, mm-hmm. um, well, if you think about it, too, because technically she, when she walked in, it was because she had tested positive for COVID and was going to get the antibody treatment. And because her oxygen level was so low, they literally said, you are being transported to the hospital. We were at a, oh, I thought we were at a hospital, but apparently we were at a um emergent care or something like that. It looked like hospital. Mm-hmm. But um, so they they said, and she said, you know, do I have a choice? And the doctor, very lovely, lovely woman said, you know, I know you don't like it, and I would suggest not walking out of here by not going in there. She goes, and the only way that you're going to get oxygen to uh, take home with you um, is to either go to the hospital or have a physician prescribe it for you. And so one way or the other, she had to go through that system to get what we have here. So in that, I, I'm very appreciative. I mean, I'm very appreciative all around because I, I love Gloria mm-hmm. for many, many years, and she is mm-hmm. – um, and I know she's a, she's feisty. I don't want to call her a fighter, but I know she's feisty, and she will get it get it done, you know. So – Mm-hmm. One of the things that, uh, uh, you know, when when something happens like this, and we don't, and again, they were diagnosing her with things like pneumonia, emphysema, and I didn't realize that I was really emotionally um, invested in all of this because um, once we got her here, 
and got her on mm-hmm. the we did get her oxygen here and got we got her set up and we got her you know they showed me how to use everything so obviously to go from the the temporary tank from the hospital to here and I'll tell you I I mm-hmm. don't have those um I have a 9 in my name but I don't have a, a uh I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm not a caregiver because I'm caring but I'm not a, I am not the um um wipe you down bedpan you know I didn't I didn't ever want to be a nurse it was never on my my list but mm-hmm. I will tell you when you and of course you know have having two kids and and from infants on up I mean they they basically you know unloaded everything on you so but mm-hmm. you you're okay with it because you're, you're in love with it. Right. (laughs) So I I could tell you some Mm -hmm. stories about having to just, you know, have the baby, me and the baby, uh, my ex fully clothed getting in the shower because the baby just decided to let loose right there, you know, and everything Mm -hmm. we were wearing had something on it, you know, so all of the, but you, but you do it because, but and you, and you, and you're not mad because it happens. You actually, you're in, you're in love with that child so much that you're going to, you'll just, you'll clean it up. You know, it's what you do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the same here, when you care for somebody and you, you adore them and you're going to take care of them. And I, I, but I didn't know that I, um, that I had this emotion, really, truly deep emotional investment in it. And I realized that when we got her here and got her hooked up and she was fine and she was finally at, at resting, I I came downstairs and I just I bawled. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. it was like a big release, you know. And I think what it was like, mm-hmm. um, my sister-in-law, her mother passed last year of mm-hmm. uh, pneumonia slash COVID complications, going in the hospital, and then of course mm-hmm. my mom. Uh, going in the hospital with her arm was hurting, and then two days later she was gone. So a lot of that stuff came up, and I was able to work work my stuff internally, like go through and do a session on myself and work through that. Mm-hmm. And just um, but just knowing that I had um, really super emotionally invested in this experience, and we don't know why. You're like, why is it that the the people that are that are working or are, are here or around her or coming in and bringing food and and visiting and uh, we're all it's just why why this set of people that's constant there's there's there are people that have come by but there there's a group of people that are constantly either here or constantly coming and going and um, we don't know and we talked about that we talked about how it, at this time right now. The people that are mm-hmm. here and the people that are that are helping, um, mm-hmm. we and everybody's doing it from a place of love, and it's um, and because I've checked in myself with that, it's like you know you're not you're not a a person that um, you know dumps bedpans, and, and I say that because we have a portable potty you know right by her bed, and it's like but it's mm-hmm. like you you do those things because you love you love that person, you know, you, you Mm -hmm. help because that's what your heart tells you to do. And so, Mm -hmm. um, and what's interesting is that this has definitely been a a choice to stay here and a choice Mm -hmm. to help. Mm -hmm. And it has been one of the most rewarding, Mm -hmm. beautifully, uh, beautiful things. And it's something that, um, you know, I didn't think COVID would ever get that close to me. And, 
watching first of all I'm not scared of it any not I wasn't really scared of it but you know it's always off Mm-mm. in the distance but it came that close that and I'm looking at it going this is fine we we all we have been and when I say we I mean the world tribal mentality we've been scared to death of it the 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 mm-hmm. um television news it scares everybody it it terrifies no. people and the isolation that people feel and i'm i'm only saying this because i observed it um because i did when they took her to the emergency room and they said you know obviously she tested positive no one's allowed to go in the room um i brought her some mm-hmm. things and the front desk sent me right back to her room was that not divine uh, intervention right mm-hmm. there I walked in there mm-hmm. with her stuff, and I sat there, and we laughed, and we were talking. And I have a picture. I think I showed you a picture. I said yes, a bunch of people, look, mm-hmm. look who I'm with. And the nurse came in there, and she was talking to me and stuff. And then we, before she walked out, she said, you know, I told her she couldn't have any visitors. She's not, you're not supposed to be in here. And I said, well, I've been with her all week, and I've also been vaccinated, and I don't know. I said, whatever. It's you know, if, if 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 I've come too close, I've already come too close, you know. She said, well, I'll let you visit mm-hmm. for a little while longer, but I'll eventually have to kick you out. And I said, well, I'll kick myself out in a few minutes. So, um, I'm uh-huh. make, again, I could have made a choice to to not go in her room or made a choice to, to not. But I'm like, you know, I've been, what what's stopping me from, uh, seeing her now when I just saw her, this I'm the one that brought her to the hospital. I'm the one that would bring her to her treatments. I'm the one that was, uh, you know, taking her where right. she needed to go the past couple of days. Right. If, if, if I'm this close, if I'm in a car with her, I can be in the hospital with her. Right. And I had, and I had, I'll be honest, I had two COVID tests and they were both negative. So, um, and I had a lab so test and a rapid test. Antibodies, and everything, yeah. everything is negative. And I have not felt not well. I, and I will tell you that is because I made a choice to be happy. I made a choice to be joyful. And I made a choice to mm-hmm. keep my energy level high if I needed to, you know, if you know, and you know, if I had gotten mm-hmm. any kind of thing going on and I needed to talk to somebody, I would have been messaging you like, I need to talk to you, <laughs> you know, I need to talk right. to you right now. Yep. So because we all uplift yep. each other and I think that's great. But that's something that I told, and that's what Gloria said. She goes, I couldn't stay in the hospital because there's nobody there to support me in my, and I said, in your joy and your happiness and your wanting to live. Because she said on that last day, she said, I feel my spirit leaving my body. I said, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just no. <Yeah. laughs> and, um, yeah, so that was a little bit of an interesting experience. And, uh uh-huh. it's, and I told I told her when she got here. I said we have to choose life. You know, we choose we choose to live. We choose to be happy. Right. We choose to laugh. Yeah. We smile and laugh. I mean, we when she got here that night, she rested a little bit, and then we talked for a while. But I, we laughed. I think that. I think that's huge, to just laugh about mm-hmm. the situation, and you know. Mm-hmm. And I well, told her. I said, know, "Well, I told you when my." When my mom was in memory care, you know, they said that uh, she had nine lives. Yeah. And the reason was because she'd be like, they think she was going to go, and then she'd come back. And they think she was going to go, and then she'd come back, you know. 
So, yeah. you know, even at that stage of your life, I guess you have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I talked to somebody and she said this. Um, actually, the funny part was she said if she, this was one of her exit portals. And if she chose it, she could have gone. And what she chose uh-huh. to do, funny, funny enough, once she chose yes to the, you know, going in the hospital and 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 being in there for a minute, she she closed that exit. And we kind of chuckled about it. And I said, but look at the contrast. Look at what she had to go through to get her back into, you know, being well. And sometimes uh-huh. we have to have that, uh, some of that contrast to really appreciate what we have and how we're living our life, you know. And uh, she's, I want to say she's been, I want to say in her way, she's been celebrating ever since. I mean, she had us running around yesterday and uh, we went and picked up food. And then not only did we pick up food for us, but we picked up food for other people and we delivered it to them. (laughs) This is, um, we we started calling ourselves the Adorable Dash. And uh, instead of DoorDash, we were the Adorable Dash. Uh-huh. And so when we and so we dropped off food and and people were saying well you should coin that you should brand that I said no because then we wouldn't be at Gloria's beck and call right <laughs> right exactly <laughs> because Gloria's like, well and that's you know that's a good point I think if people um, I know in my life when I've ever gotten down which I'm not a person that gets down often, even though I have, you know, yeah. gotten boo-hoo-hoo worries me on occasion. Um, but I know that in my life, God has always showed me someone that is in a worse state than me to wake me up. Yes. So, you know, someone that's in a store with oxygen or someone um, that, what can I say, Um, someone that perhaps, you know, has an older car, um, someone that um, maybe has lost a limb, you know, always Mm -hmm. showing me something to say, look how good you have it. You know, and I'm not saying these people are unhappy by any means, but it's just, it gets me out of a victim mode is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, because I have a choice to be, like you said, you had a choice to be upset or not to be upset. I mean, even though you were upset, you did not become, become unhappy. Right. I acknowledge that. Yes. And that's so I didn't is, I didn't yeah. I didn't stuff it down. I acknowledged it. Right. And I right. and when we get into like a sad or an unhappy or uh like you said, you know, there are those moments because we're human beings, you know, we're gonna have these emotions. Right. And when we acknowledge the emotion and we you know, people say, Okay, so you say sadness is sort of dark, right? It's heavy. So what we're going to do is we're going to just shed a little light on it and just say, I see you, 
I see you there, and I love you. And, I, you know, like yesterday when I did my session, that's what it was. It's like I am, I'm, uh, what is one of the, the sayings? I'm wrapping you in a warm blanket. I'm loving you. I see, I mm-hmm. see you there because you're not getting what you want and you have the sadness. But it's okay. You can change this right now. And I asked for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm talking to my superconscious mind. I'm talking to my infinite intelligence. And I'm saying, do you mm-hmm. see this? Because this is a human trait here. And it's not that I don't want it and I don't want to um I don't want to just mm-hmm. throw it away but I want to love it and I want to shine light on it and once I do that mm-hmm. any of us once you shine a light mm-hmm. on something that's heavy in your life guess what it becomes light and right. it releases it lifts up it has right. a higher vibration so many people beat the drum of what they don't want or how they're so lonely or so sad or so angry or so whatever in the world and mm-hmm. to me, it's like that when you keep looking at that heaviness and what you're doing is you're just compiling it, whatever that heavy is, heavy on heavy, dark on heavy, it just becomes mm-hmm. heavier. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the yeah, only thing. Yeah, you have to, I, you know, I hear you clearly. You have a choice to embrace all of you or not. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly don't know of one person that hasn't experienced grief, and you know, which I would call a moment of sadness. But um, you know, we're all going to have experiences, and it's like you said, it's our choices about how we react to those experiences. Mm-hmm. But we we should, I agree with you, recognize them because I don't think it's good to stuff your feelings personally because you've taught us that through your mastermind that they, they're really still there. You think you're stuffing them, but they're still there. So it's better to acknowledge them and let them out so they don't get stuck. Mm-hmm. You can probably say that a lot better than me. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things you want, you don't want to, like a lot of times people want to forget something that happened in their life. What they don't realize, though, is when you forget the things that actually built you, and when I say built you, made you stronger, made you look a different way, made you change your perspective, you know, whether you call that good or not good, it makes it, form, it formulates you as a human being. Every incident, every experience, every uh thing that you go through in life is there for you and a lot of people don't want to accept Mm -hmm. that but once you choose to accept it and realize even the not so good parts are the things that made you strong even the not so good parts allowed to help you get through whatever it is you're going through so you've got to love those and appreciate those and that's a different take Mm -hmm. on on how we like most people look at things because again we want to blame and we don't want to we don't want to take credit for the the yucky mm-hmm. stuff, you know, that happens to us. We want mm-hmm. to blame. We always, it's like people are going, well, somebody always, we want somebody to blame. And you can look at that in the world. They're, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're blaming the president for the gas prices. And I'm like, well, you know, he doesn't go around and just say, okay, I'm the president, let's raise the prices of gas. There's something that has to happen. You know, there's something mm-hmm. that has to happen for the gas prices to change. So, you know, talking about the recent one? I, I don't, I don't know. Just somebody made that comment, and I thought, one well, person doesn't... There, yeah, well, there was a cyber attack on a 
uh, gas company, and that's what happened. That's why the prices oh. are so high now. Yeah, I have no so idea. I don't know because I honestly I haven't been driving, so I'm not looking at gas prices. Well, <laughs> plus plus you don't have my sister. Uh, my <laughs> sister right. finds out everything, so she calls me. Go get gas. Go get gas. because there's a company in Alpharetta that's a big distributor, and wow. uh, you know all over, and they mm-hmm. were cyber attacked. So mm-hmm. that that's why you have the gas thing going on right now. Well, I think it's a culmination of a lot of things, and what we mm-hmm. choose to experience in the world. Um, Mm-hmm. It, it, it's kind of like getting mad while you pay your electric bill, but not realizing that if you didn't have that electric bill, you wouldn't have lights and electricity and and all of those, you know, all of those things. That and what it, takes, what it takes for you to have an electric bill. It's kind of yeah. like one time, one time I thought about, okay, let's talk about your road, the roads we drive on, Okay. And mm-hmm. think about all the people and all the things it takes to make those roads happen. Right. Okay, so you, you're not, yeah, we're paying for some of that with our license tags, et cetera, but um, there's a lot that goes into that, filling potholes, you know, making sure the lines are sharp at night so you can see. You know, and I think some people don't look at that. They just, they get so used to there being roads, they just expect roads. Right. And they don't realize everything that has to go in to make a road. I mean, I just thought right. about that one day for some reason, and I was like, wow, there's a lot that goes into making roads. Sure. And that revenue, you know, and then if you want to dig in all of that, it's like there's revenue from even the, um, you know, if you own a home, you have a, um, uh-huh. you have a tax, you have taxes on your home. All that goes into education, all that goes into the roads and that culmination of everybody. So, again, there's so many things that happen in the world. What are we choosing to look at and who are we choosing to blame for the stuff that we don't like? And so instead of uh-huh. blaming and, you know, first of all, can, can I change the gas prices? Uh, no. Can the person complaining change the gas prices? No. So why don't we look at it this way? Why don't we say, aren't we blessed that we actually have gas? First of all, aren't we blessed to actually have a car that we can get around in? Yeah, and that we can actually go be blessed that we have gasoline to put in our cars that we can drive around in. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. it's, there's always a domino effect to everything. And I actually, we were talking about this because we, of course, one of our little jaunts out, we had to buy um, lottery tickets. So we bought some lottery tickets and it's like, when, when we win the lottery, what are we going to do with it? What are we going to, you know, you, everybody plays that game. How, what are we going to do with it? What are we going to, and we realized, you know, to live a joyous, one, a joyous, fun life, you figure out what it is that you want to do and you back into that. So, you know, what are some of the things that, that I want to do? Well, first of all, I do want to have a space where I can have people over, cook dinner, and it's okay, okay, put house on the list. I do want to be able to travel, so I want a travel trailer. I have a truck, so I know what the limitations are in that and the size of the travel trailer. So, you know, you back into all of that. And when you really look at the, mm-hmm. the authentically good, delicious life that you want to live, 
what does it take? Mm-hmm. It doesn't take the winning of a billion dollars in the lottery. Now, mm-hmm. when you win the millions or billions in the lottery, what are you mm-hmm. going to do with it? And so Gloria, Gloria's so funny. She's like, well, I just, I'm going to take this amount. I'm going to do this, 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 and I'm just going to give the rest of you know, people around me and, and take care of them. And what a joy would be to, and she started listing people and saying, I would do this for this person and this for this person and this for this person. Mm-hmm. And so you just saw the beauty in that, just the giving and the, in the, in the turning it, you know? So it's like, you know, if, to me, if you've got, if you've got something in your Plenty, life, share the wealth, share the wealth. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of those around you. Take care of, you know, we Mm -hmm. were talking about, I, when I was a kid, my parents would help people. I mean, we, we had people in and out of our house, not constant, but I, there were specific times we had people in and out of our house because they didn't have a place to live or they needed to be somewhere while their homes were being created or whatever it was. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I always enjoyed that time because it was like more people around the dinner table, more conversations, more kids. Sometimes the kids were there, you know. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like to be able to help people in a big way and be able to um, to just express yourself through that and use the vehicle of money and abundance. I think it's a it's mm-hmm. pretty cool that you can, you know, the thought process. I'm not sure where I was going with that. But I just, you know, to live this life. A, a really truly beautiful life it doesn't take a lot like it just mm-hmm. you know people think that they they've got to have you know millions and millions of dollars to be happy and no 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 you Mm-mm. don't you know i know people are out there no, not having people a great time. living on the grid off the grid happy yeah and some of those guys are super happy <laughs> mm-hmm. and they just and they're mm-hmm. enjoying i mean I have some. Uh, I had a friend in Australia who created uh, a farm with her husband. Um, it was interesting because they got married and they created this off the grid farm, and it was beautiful. I mean, they made like. I mean, they even put a swimming pool in. They did all kinds of stuff. And mm. uh, after several years of doing that, though, she she needed to go find herself, and she actually bought a. They call them caravans over there, a little RV. And just started driving around Australia, you know, just keeping it re- moving. And uh, she, and I mean, they really they homesteaded. They had a farm and everything. And I, I haven't had a, an opportunity to have a conversation with her about what all that was about. But she, she did email me and she said, you know, I just realized that we, you know, you you do get into this groove. And she says, I've realized that, you know, she she had two kids at a very young age. Um, mm-hmm. she had been married, obviously had the two kids, um, and then got into this other relationship, got it. And she said, I never really found myself, you know, and mm-hmm. she made a choice to go find herself. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we all, it's, it's all how we experience, uh, you know, cause I, I question that. It's like, what if I decided to become truly nomadic and, um, you know, my biggest issue, and I told Gloria that, I said, you know, my biggest issue really whenever I go anywhere is whether or not I have a strong enough Internet connection. <laughs> and that's, 
That's my problem in the I'm world. I'm sorry, Anita. that's funny. It is funny, right? Because <laughs> most people are like, well, what about yeah. food? What about gas? I'm like, I don't worry about those things. All of those things are readily available. I just want to know that I have internet when I need it. Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> there have been times when I couldn't get online, and I'm like, oh, well, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't deliver uh, my whatever it is that I'm working on projects. I, I can text somebody and go, you can take a look at what I've done so far, but I can load anything else, you know, or doing a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, doing the show. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've been on the road. Uh, I wasn't driving, but I was on the road, and I literally went through snow and ice through, I think it was uh, either Arizona or New Mexico when I was traveling out west, and I did a uh-huh. show in the car driving down the highway um, with uh, mm-hmm. my friend JoJo. It, we used her hotspot, and it held, and I did a radio show with uh, with um, with Liz, who does the lowest effect on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. But, um mm-hmm. I was like, that's because I, I kept talking. I was like, do Anna? Because in my head, I'm like, do you have anything that is a is a true issue for you? And that's the best I could come up with. And you know what? I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, because yeah. I used to say, well, I don't get to see my kids every day. But I was like, I had to quit. I had to quit banging that drum. You know. I had to quit stating, right. making that state because you you manifest that, you manifest right. that, and right. I you manifest you know, your stories. Yes, thank you, and I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is, mm-hmm. and it's like I know I'm so excited. It's like I'm over here going, okay, what's my next thing that I really have to take care of? It's like oh, figuring out what to bring my kids dinner next Sunday night. That's my big issue. So, mm-hmm. I want to, we keep mm-hmm. saying, life, life, what do they say at the Spiritual Living Center? Life is good and I'm good in it. Life is good mm-hmm. and I'm good in it. And that's how it should mm-hmm. be. You know? Oh, I had, um, we were, we were looking at these cards yesterday and they are called um, Postcards from the Universe. Oh, cool. And so They're like I a deck of cards? It's a deck of cards, and I have not seen these. Oh. I, this is the second time I've seen this deck, but I saw it. I was at a um, this amazing energy worker. Her name's Frankie. She's in Mississippi. She had a deck, and then I we were looking around stuff here, and I found a deck. I was like, and they were brand new. I'm like, have we not played with this card deck yet? And I said, oh, I have to get this. So I, I have one, so I'd love to read it if that's okay with you. Oh, I'd love it. Okay. This is one you chose for us? This is is one I chose for us, yeah. Okay. All right. So it says, dearest you, do you ever wonder whether your ideas and inspiration might be coming through your soul rather than generated from your mind alone? We are here to tell you we are always whispering in your ear about your highest good. We are conduits for spirit, letting you know you are a living channel for this awesome co-creative energy. When you're feeling inspired, it means you heard us. Inspiration means spirit is breathing through you. Inspiration needs your human passion to keep it going so you can make a difference in the world. So keep moving on what inspires you. 
Let yourself be led into new experiences and know that this is why you are on the earth. Your purpose is to discover your spirited nature and to bring forth through your efforts whatever is meant to be. Wondrous miracles have a way of showing up when you let inspiration propel you forward. You are so loved. Mm, Nice. Yep. I like those kind of postcards. Yeah, me too. I'm going to find some decks of those. (laughs) And they all have beautiful messages in them. Yeah. Very nice. Are you going to pull some more cards for us this evening? Well, I pulled some cards because I felt like to see what we needed to know about choice and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the energies currently. Because I know the Schumann Index, you know, which is the earth energy, was up to 110 the other day, which is very, very high. Mm. So we're all producing a lot of energy. (laughs) So it was interesting because the first card, and, you know, a lot of that energy, like we're talking about, comes from our choices and what what we choose to think and what we choose to concentrate on. And so it is a lot about choice. And this is also from Kyle Gray's deck, but it's Keepers of the Light. Mm-hmm. And the card is C-E-R-N-U-N-N-O-S. So I'm going to say Sir Nonus, but I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Oh, it says Ker. It tells me Ker Nunos. And um, Kernanos was also known as Herne, H-E-R-N-E, which is a Celtic stag god who represents connection to earth. And so it's interesting because, you know, like I say, the Schumann resonance was up to 110, which is like earth energy. And it says express your driving passion because this is life force. And I think that's so true at this time that a lot of us are going inward, you know, looking at ourselves because, like you said, we're isolated or, you know, we're not as social as we have been. And so it says there's a deep buildup of life force within you now and a need to channel it into action, which I think is true for a lot of people. Um, you may have extra energy or be more alert than usual or be aware of increased um, sensual or sexual energy. If you have been unsure how this ties into your spiritual path, know that it can allow you to access the richness of your soul. When we are not expressing ourselves, our spiritual potential can become tamed or muted. So if you are denying yourself, you know, something that you want, ask yourself how you can fulfill it. So, um, you know, it's just, I think that's very true of what's going on. And, you know, that it mentions sensual too, because I think a lot of people can't be with partners or, uh, you know, people they love, I would imagine. And then the second card was green Tara, T-A-R-A, and that uh, supreme protection, you are protected, cords are being cut, 
move beyond limitation and trust. And I think, you know, that goes well along with choices too because sometimes we don't make a choice because we, we're afraid, oh, I made the wrong one and, you know, I won't be protected, something will happen. And so I liked what you said earlier that, you know, when you, when you make choices, consider that the universe is going to bring you a blessing or, you know, feel that it's going to turn out positive. So um, you are safe. Protection's all around you. The worst is behind you. You're ready to move beyond the challenges that were set out for you. Cords are being cut between you and your past. So we were talking about how some people just keep their stories going. So Mm -hmm. cut those cords to your stories, people, so that you can feel energetically clear and aware. Don't worry about recalling fearful experiences, which I think stop a lot of people from making choices. They aren't Mm -hmm. going to be recreated now. Just acknowledge them, which is what you were saying, and leave them behind so you can step into a space space of spiritual and personal freedom. So I think those are two, you know, great messages. Mm -hmm. And... um, and I and I think that it brings in Earth too, you know, because we talk about gas and we talk about electricity, but you know, a lot of this um, we've used the Earth to get all this. We need to be nice to the Earth. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to be more considerate to the Earth. So, yeah. So nice. anyway, that's my two cents worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> or my five cents worth. Or... It's a good. It's a good. It's a good five million dollars worth. How about that? Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh, it's you know. So, do we have anybody we... raising their hand that wants a reading? No. No, we had someone okay. raising their hand and then they disappeared. I don't know. I don't know where okay. they went. And okay. You know what? Well, I, I think what's interesting is you know we talk about all kinds of things on these shows, and. We uh-huh. can talk all day long, and it's up to every single person to shift their energy in whatever way uh-huh. they think is best for them. In a in a better, it's always reaching for the better feeling thought or the better. And don't beat yourself up if you fall back into a state of, you know, oh woe is me or something. But once you become aware that you're telling these stories, and once you become aware that you want to change something then that's the first Mm -hmm. step to changing and shifting and growing and expanding. And it's making a choice Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. step into your own power so that you can Mm -hmm. be, do, have, whatever it is that you want. And we've said this in the past, the more you work that muscle, because it's like a muscle, as you work it, it will grow. It will expand. You will now come on the other side of I like what you said too. Ask for help. Oh yeah. You know, as you're working that muscle, ask for help. Yes. Not just from not just from the other side. You can, and that's important because you've got guys and you've mm-hmm. got angels out there who are definitely there. Whatever you want to call those higher powers. Right. You know, some people call them guardian angels. Um, you know, whatever that is, uh-huh. that's that's the bigger part of you is there and wants to help you, and 
doesn't want to interfere with your free will. And we'll continue to say that because a lot of people are like, well, why don't they just hop on in? And there have been experiences. Yes, there have been ask. actual experience. <laughs> there have actually been experiences of people when you were in, uh, and you can even, like the mom who picked up the car uh, to get her kids out. You know, when you are in a mm-hmm. state like that and you are such in this, uh, that's a state of shock almost, you know, that energetic mm-hmm. asking is what allowed her to pick that car up. So people are like, well, how did she mm-hmm. do that? She had superhuman power. Well, she, you, we all have superhuman power. It's what we can, what we allow mm-hmm. ourselves to tap into, you know, her, mm-hmm. her ability and everything went out the window when it came to saving her children and she picked up the car, mm-hmm. she moved the car. Mm-hmm. So that's we have that. That wasn't just a, because we're like, oh, that's just a, no, it wasn't just a fluke. This is something that we, mm-hmm. we, to me, gradually human beings learn, and we're learning this now as, you know, you and I are learning this, people who are listening to this are learning this, to tap into your energy, to to start co-creating with and for yourself, to, to bring that, your, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you want into fruition, to bring it up. We know we we each have that power, and we we dabble with it, and we giggle whenever something manifests, and we laugh and go, "Oh, you know, look at what just happened." You know, we I did that. Now we acknowledge it. Like when something happens, I just say, "Oh, I did that." You know, that was my magic, and each person can say that. That was my magic that did that. My magic that mm-hmm. manifested it. So give yourself mm-hmm. power back when you acknowledge something that comes into your experience that you wanted. And you're like, if it's a person, you you know, a mate, if it's a child, whatever it is, you know, love that and say, I manifested that. You know, I, I have the whole story about how I manifested my kids in a very strange way because I resisted my mm-hmm. children. And even the stuff you resist, and that's something that's important because this is all about law of attraction. What you resist persists. You, you hear that? That's true, too, because anything that, that allows you to call attention to something is you beating the drum of that thing, whether you like it or not. It is constant. So if you say, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like, the universe doesn't hear I don't. It just hears like, I like, I like, I like. And whatever you're putting your energy into, whether you want it or not, you're putting Mm -hmm. your energy into it and you're actually bringing it closer to you. So, and, and also, it goes the opposite way. When you want something and you don't believe that you can have it, you push it away. So, mm-hmm. it's such an interesting thing because it's like, well, what if I keep saying I don't want, you know, somebody said that to me. So, if I just keep saying I don't want a million dollars, that means I'll get it. And I go, it's not about the words you say. It's about the energy behind the words. Right. In true, in, in right. true in trueness and fairness, if you say I don't want a million dollars, but your body, your energy, and everything else is saying I do want it, then that's what—that's the language you're sending to the universe. So everything has a vibration and frequency. That's where the trickiness comes in. You know, people want to. How can I skirt around that? How can I avoid that? How can I not do that? You know, the right way. And that I think that takes a little finessing to understand how you're manifesting and so it takes a little finessing to understand how to tap into that power and that's what I love now is because there are days and moments where I'm so clear on what it is and how things and I just and I laugh because it's like it's just that easy but yet as human beings mm-hmm. we make it not easy you know I don't know if we like the challenge or what but 
Stop that. Mm-hmm. Allow it. <laughs> Allow well, it. I think we don't trust, you know. I think yes. we don't trust because I think we're in, I think some folks are in like a, I mean, I live, you know, more rural, but some folks are in the fast food lifestyle. You know, yes. and I'm not talking about food, but everything fast, 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 fast. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think some things just don't come as fast as some people would like them. Yeah. Because they question it. They want it. Where's, where's my stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, if you listen to Abraham Hicks, mm-hmm. where's my stuff? And the, the, the fact that you're questioning it mm-hmm. actually pushes it away. So again, it goes back to the And energy. I can yeah. give a good example, and I know you've probably heard of this before, Anna, um, is I had a friend at the college who they, they thought they couldn't have children, so they adopted a child, okay? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they adopted, a couple of months later, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that's not the first time I've heard of that happened happens a lot and that's because uh, they let go of but, the the expectation yes of wanting and then looking at I don't have mhm that's a real yep. that that example when that happens that's a fantastic obvious example of law of attraction at mm-hmm. work because mm-hmm. it is it is it is definitely a I want I want I want we're not having we're not having we're not having it's showing up at the doctor's office it's showing up everywhere we can't have we're going to resign ourselves to adopt not that it's a bad thing it's a beautiful thing and the moment they mm-hmm. do that what do they do they let go of yeah, the expectation, right. of and they the let go of all of the yeah. I want, I want, I want, and now they're being filled mm-hmm. up because they're they're bringing something into their space, into that void that's so beautiful and loving a child, and the moment they let go, boom, what shows up? So yep. not only, and, and, I've, and I've seen that, I've seen that with people before. It's so true. And in, yep. a, in a way, that's a bit how I manifested my children, because I was older, my partner wanted children, and I kept saying, you know, I, I don't really want to have children because I'm older, and this will change our lifestyle and things like that. I knew that the moment I would have children, and not that I don't love children because I absolutely do love children. I think there was a, a weird disconnect with that with my, my ex is that she 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 looked at it as I didn't want children because I didn't like children. That's quite the opposite. I adore children that I would immerse my life in them. Very different, which is what right. I did, which is what happened. And so right. it, when, we, when I pushed against it and said, kept saying no, and then we did, you know, we did therapy, we did counseling around, we did all of this stuff. It took about two years, and then finally I just, I just said it was that thing. It's like I'm not going to focus on the child. I'm going to focus on this person who's my partner, who I care about and I adore and I love. And if I mm-hmm. adore this person, I'm just going to live my life with this person. And if the child comes into this experience, then I will love that child as well. So you just look, mm-hmm. I, I just started looking at what my now, my present. And then we manifested mm-hmm. um, this, this small, beautiful, amazing child that I was very in love with before it was even born. And, um, you know, it's it's so funny how it all comes comes into fruition. And that it's like I look at that and, 
people say, oh, you know, you, you, you know, you have these beautiful children now. And I think, yeah. And was there was a fear. And I want to say that I, uh-huh. and I was open and up front. And I said this, there was a fear about having children and that I would actually uh-huh. have to be, I would actually have to be a responsible, uh, financially physical <laughs> adult. <laughs> Uh, and that would mess mess, yeah and it's true (laughs) and what has and even though I don't have these children with me every day this is where I'm this is where I'm going this is this is my why I think I posted that on my personal Instagram account I said this is my why these are my why this is why I do all the crazy Uh stuff I do Uh, one I do enjoy Mm -hmm. it but also the the lovely abundance that comes from the things that I do I don't not that I don't uh want the money because of course I do I'm going to go do things but I'm also going to do things for my children I'm also going to set things aside and set things up for them so that when they get older mm-hmm. you know they've got they've got something they could start a business they can go to school they can do whatever they want so that's the beauty of all of that and you know and it's like um I don't I, I at one point I was like oh my gosh I you know I did I had a thought that I wasted 18 years in a relationship that I had invested in, heavily invested in, um, because I think relationships are like that. You invest time, energy, money, everything. Each person should invest that in the other person and and then together in the relationship. And so when I thought, I was thinking those thoughts, and I'm like, but that's not true. That wasn't a waste. I mean, there's so much Mm -hmm. learning and so much growing and so much expansion that comes from every relationship, whether there's children in it or not. For anybody out there that's been in relationship and where they they loved and lost or they, you know, they fell in love and had their heart broken or whatever, however you want to describe it, there was a growth Mm -hmm. experience in that. There was a there was mm-hmm. something that you learned and you gained from that experience. I mean, Nita, you're, you, you know, you, you reiterated over and over again. I mean, being married as many times mm-hmm. as you got married and then learning those lessons and having those great teachers. And that is the, that's the way you to look at it. I was, I was, I learned something. I grew as a human being through that relationship. I've experienced those things before. You know, the thing is, is like, okay, I experienced it. I do or don't want to experience that again. Those are all choices, you know. But how many mm-hmm. people in the world, because of, I don't want to say they're unconscious, but in a way they attract the same type of person in their life over and over and over again. How many times mm-hmm. have people looked and said, oh, my gosh, I thought this one was going to be different. But they weren't different. Because you aren't different. The moment you change and decide to choose what you want and what you don't want, then things will change. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really easy, but it's not easy all at the same time. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, all right. Well, we are just um, rattling on here, but we, we could go on and probably have a, a conversation all night. But I want to let oh, folks yeah. know how they can get in touch with us. Um, Anita's website is www.earthpathguide.com, and you can email her at askanita at earthpathguide.com. My personal website is lifegetsbetterandbetter.com. You can email me there, or you can email all of us at ask at Universal Energy Radio. If you have a specific message or have a question of any of the hosts, um, put that in the subject line and and we'll make sure that the person gets the message and, and gets back to you because that's how we roll. Uh, what else? 
<laughs> what else? Uh, you can catch us on social media sometimes because we're not super. We are social, but we, you know, we have our own little things going on. But if you do want to connect with us, we do put stuff out there. Certainly, um, uh, Anita's got her page, Earth Path Guide, on Facebook. You've got uh, Universal mm-hmm. Energy Radio on Facebook and Universal Energy Media on Instagram. Do you have any other social media that you've got, uh, Earth Path Guide? Uh no, just on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And then my website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely um, get in touch if you'd like for us to discuss a topic, and you can certainly hop on the air with us. We're always inviting people on. Uh, send us an email at ask at universalenergyradio.com. What's your topic pick? And uh, let us know about getting on the air with us. We'd love to have you. That'd be fantastic. So how about you, Anita? Any any other words? Any other things we can say? Um, I just make choices that make your life happier and uh, move away from things that don't. That would be my only advice. Nice. That works. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Universal Energy Radio. Uh, we love you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Love you, Anita. Thank you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye.